This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Transmission commencing. This is Wookie Radio. Translated for the Wookie Affair. I like that Wookie. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed this on Wookiee. Start listening today, and remember... The Force will be with you, always. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're... We're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am Groot. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced, even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the Intrepid Trio, Kylan, Eric, and myself. Mike, how are you guys doing? I'm good. Uh, it's uh, biz- busy. Uh, I think I'm about to grow my hair so I can pull it out. Uh, you know, but I'm good. Dude, don't grow hair. <laughs> I'm getting rid of shit. Care. You'll ruin your look. <laughs> I, I can't do that. You know, um, I'll be honest with you if, you. if you were able to get a really good look at it right now, I got a little bit of fuzz going on, and it's too much hair for me already. So I'm, I'm getting ready <laughs> keep, to save mine. Keep that dome crowned, my brother. <laughs> I don't know. It's sort of like whenever Movember comes around, I'm like, I no, I no, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Can't for, do it. For me, facial hair is staying. Disney said we could now grow it out a little longer. Instead of a quarter inch, it could be an inch. I'm trying. Uh-oh. I'm trying. Uh-huh. I think it's coming in, looking pretty nice. There you go. Uh, I'm growing out the uh, the rest of the uh, of the racing stripes beard, you know. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> um, Channeling my inner Uncle Jesse. But <laughs> top of the head's getting buzzed. So It is. Yep, I'm going. I'm going to try and take it as tight as I could get it. Yep. So. As always, gentlemen, a great pleasure watching you work. Oh, oh that keeps uh, some sass thrown our way. <laughs> I thought she was well, being happy before the holidays. 
I, well, you know, maybe she's, I think she's maybe thinking that uh, we're going to give her some new, uh, I don't know, may, maybe some new diodes or something like that, you know. Some some nice yummy chippy, you know, ramp chips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, check out the homepage. From there, check out our affiliates and our partners. Uh, mm-hmm. Our partners are... Heroes and villains who they've got some great stuff going on. They do. Uh, they really and, do. And foundme.com, uh, with both of them use the code field agents, all one word, which Kylan's over there opening up whatever he just got from heroes and villains. <laughs> no. <laughs> the black Ooh. widow send you some stuff again. <laughs> We were we were sharing our love of throwing knives together, and and then and, and, you know, so you know, got a got 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 a little gift from her. You know, either that or she's something that you know she's gonna throw at me. I don't know, not sure yet. I think that's her. Did she have a little note in there that says "on guard"? She did actually. Ah, see, you're ah. yeah. in trouble. Well, that's what I get for telling her I know French. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I think you know what? I think I'm actually sending this over to uh, to Gambit. I think it's more his speed. There you go. Sure. <laughs> Wait, hold on. He's married. Never mind. <laughs> hey, what happens? Never mind. I, I I am not about to have uh, I, I am not about to have an angry mutant after me, and I'm talking about the wife. You you never want to you know happy wife happy life. Exactly exactly. Sure. I don't even have superpowers, so you know if you know if I just happen to be touched, that's just it for me. I'm done. Yep. You know, also so there's that. Also to check out our. Web store, we get some great Mighty Marvel Geeks, Wookie Radio, and Weeby Geeks merchandise. So it, it's winter's perfect time for a hockey jersey. Just saying. Yep. yep. We also got some great looking hoodies on there too. So we do. Out. It's the most saying. wonderful time of the year. Just listen to any song. <laughs> yep. Speaking of which, Iron Man three, Christmas movie or not a Christmas movie. Uh, well, I, I know what the announcement says. I, I'm I'm ju- I'm just trying to think. Was there anything that happened that was tied directly to Christmas? Yes. One. I'm still going to say no. One. Tony Stark says Jarvis dropped my needle, and then there's a version of a, a jazzy version of Jingle Bells that starts. Okay, okay, that means okay. nothing because my crazy aunt plays Christmas music all year long. Hmm. Uh, two doesn't doesn't he have a giant stuffed teddy bear for uh, Pepper? That yes, he does. So the that counts as a, a, giving a gift. 
Well, according to Marvel.com, they mm-hmm. say it is a Christmas movie, and here's why. Um, so the plot of Iron Man 3 could honestly take place any time in the year, considering it's not wholly dependent on a Christmas setting. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it does take place at Christmas makes it a clear contender for a true Christmas movie. Um, so... Um, okay, Marvel, you want to convince me of that? Re-release this movie under the title, Tony Saves Christmas. <laughs> okay. See, and and I'll say, you know, and I, here's my thing. Okay, so, Die Hard. Uh-huh. Die Hard is a Christmas movie specifically because the only reason why John McClane is traveling is because it's Christmas and he wants to spend Christmas with his family. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Christmas movie. Lethal Gremlins. Life. Gremlins well, takes place at Christmas. Yeah, and, and, and the Mogwai is a Christmas gift. Lethal so, Weapon. Gift that keeps on giving. I, I See, you know what? I, I struggle with Lethal Weapon because I'm trying to think of anything. Was there anything that happened that was specifically because it was Christmas? No, but it's all everything's all decorated for Christmas. That could just as easily be the day after Thanksgiving. And that's true, too. I, 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 Rocky Four. Rocky Four is not a Christmas movie. No, no. Not a Christmas movie. No. No, because no, all it, the snowy scenes is because it's in freaking Russia. Yeah, but there, there you go. But there is couple scenes that take place around Christmas. Well, I mean, yeah, you had the, the giant robot and all that, then that's true, but. If you're going to say that, then you say Miracle on Ice is a Christmas movie because there's a whole scene. There's a whole section that takes place or not Miracle on Ice. Miracle about the 80s hockey team, 1980 hockey team that takes See, that's place. That's not a Christmas movie because that takes place at Olympics. That's it's true. Right. That's a sports movie. But it, there's a Christmas. See, some of this, there's. it's almost like they're saying, well, there's a Christmas. Because, like, with Rocky Four, it almost feels like since there's a Christmas scene, it's a Christmas movie. Okay. No. no. This, this really just sounds to me like a Reed Richards-level stretch on Marvel's part. <laughs> oh. See. You're welcome. I, I like that. I just, you know... If it, you know, if out of how many movies we got, 20, 21 movies, 23, I thought. So if out of 23 movies, we need that there's a need to count one as a Christmas movie. I, I will say, because I love Marvel that much, if you're if you're willing to if you're going to work that hard for it. OK, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Well, I, I wait. And now, hold on. Tony does give that awesome workshop to the kid. True. Well, here, here's what Marvel has to say. Iron Man mm-hmm. 3 follows Tony as he tries to take down Gillian, uh, Gillian, who he first met 20 years before, who has come back with a vengeance and his extremist virus. Back in the late 90s, Tony shrugged off Gillian's idea for AIM, and now he's going to pay the price for it. Meanwhile, Tony is struggling with his own inner demons because he's still trying to get over the events of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. He isn't sleeping, he's suffering from frequent anxiety attacks, and everyone just wants wants to talk about how he escaped the wormhole. Um, You'd be pretty on edge, too. And that's not including the added stress of the season, like picking out perfect presents and decorating trees. Uh, Which we do see. 
we do see a Christmas tree in the background at Tony's place, uh, and the and where he ends up, they got Christmas decorations. Well, if he's trying to use Christmas as an escape from the craziness of the Avengers, where's the Stark repulsor-driven sleigh? Oh, that'd been too much like right though. That would have been too much like right. And plus, Shield would just come in. It wasn't on no, no, Shield was a uh, Shield was underground at that point. Never mind. Now, a little later in the article, they go, it's not hard to look at Iron Man 3 through a traditional Christmas story lens. Tony could have changed at any point during the year, but changing now at Christmas sure drives home the point that this is the season of rebirth aligned with the winter solstice. Because they're now saying that there is a Scrooge-like element to this. Uh, Just before the credits roll, you have expect them to run through the street shouting Merry Christmas like George Bailey in the quintessential Christmas movie, It's a Wonderful Life. But Tony is not George, and he's not even Scrooge. Instead, he throws his arc reactor into the ocean. And that's kind of the same thing. He's saying goodbye to his past and hello to a brand new chapter. Remember what I said earlier about Reed Richards' level stretch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. You know, I, it, uh, again, you, you want to treat me to a, a this being a <clears throat> Christmas movie. I better see a repulsor-driven sleigh and eight robotic reindeer. Hey, they could be made out of uh, old uh, Stark robots. That's true, too. So I, You know, because, I mean, it's, it's almost like they're going to say, like, you know, Every time a bell rings, a Stark angel finds its wings. <laughs> so there's not many. There's not many. Bells Tony ringing. Stark is going to go up to Pepper and say, "All I want for Christmas is a Red Rider BB gun." Shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> um. So, kind of turning back towards TV. Wait, do I have oh, any I'll... more? Uh, I, I don't have any more movie news. Oh, yes, I do. This is from last week, which we did not do a show last week because of... I Real life shit. Yeah. Eric has some issues happening. I had an entry that I'm still dealing with. Uh, you will be back time for the playoffs, right? I'm hoping. Okay. <laughs> I'm hoping. We're, we're taking on AIM. We're you know, favored by three, I think. And their lack of, or their quarterback's <laughs> lack of. Uh, so Avengers Endgame has been nominated for the Critics' Choice Awards. It has been nominated for three of them, as a matter of fact. It has been nominated for Best Visual Effects. Uh, it is also Best Action Movie and Best Sci-Fi or Horror Movie. So uh, the Critics' Choice Awards, which is the 25th, annual will be televised on the CW network on January 12th. So how do you guys feel about the categories they've been in? You know, it's weird. Like I know that I know cognitively that end game is, can be seen as action. It can be seen as sci-fi and I get that, but for some reason, whenever I, I I think about the movie, I I say I, I want somebody to recognize it as a drama. Because oh, I mean, a drama. I mean, I mean, 
as and I love my action movies, but an action movie does not put you through that amount of emotional turmoil. You know, it really doesn't. But I get it. Okay, sci-fi is a genre, right? Drama is a format to me. Okay, I like that. All right, you can I'll have a western drama, mm-hmm. a sci-fi drama, right? An animated drama, right? Um, I would not say a musical drama, but you know, but I mean, it's, yes, I think it is definitely a drama It is definitely dramatic. Mm -hmm. I think we start running into, uh, attitudes kind of like Martin Scorsese's, for example, where blockbuster cinema is too lowbrow for his tastes and for the taste of people like him. And of course that's his opinion and he is welcome to it. But mm-hmm. I think it's elitist and dismissive to say that it can't be drama. Right? Oh, I, I, I totally agree. It's okay. Case in point. I don't know if you guys watch the, uh, the Westminster uh, dog show, right? But like this year, the winner was a was a, uh, and I believe it was an English bulldog, maybe in French. Anyway, it was a bulldog. And uh, usually, when you think about the winners of those things, you know, it's the very well-bred, kind of shishi looking, kind of you know. I, I love dogs. I'm not judging, but I'm just saying, you know, when you when you think of a dog that wins that kind of uh, a dog show like that, you get a certain kind of do- uh, image in mind. Right. You don't get the image of a bulldog because when people think bulldog, even if you don't say it, you think, oh, you're thinking Spike from Looney Tunes. Yes. Yeah. Now, and you know the thing is, I hate that people. Will I don't know how many people will just automatically write off any kind of superhero movie, and especially a Marvel movie, just because it's popular. And just because it's popular doesn't mean that it's not phenomenal. It's I, well, uh, I mean, to to be honest, a lot of other different kinds of movies get written off like that as well. They do. They do. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't, you know, the Lord of the Rings movies. It wasn't until Return of the King that it, it was nominated for the, you know, like Best Picture. Right. But, you know, and I think that the only, I hate to say it this way, but I think the only saving grace for the Lord of the Rings um, movies is that the series is considered classic literature. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the truth is, if we were talking about Conan, nobody would even give it a second look. And Conan is the, a very good movie. Yeah. You know, you know, but uh, somebody would look at it and they'd be like, well, it's good, but it's, n- it's no return of the king, you right. know? Right. So, which I don't know. I, I The thing is, I, I I'm I'm calling it right now. The Oscars going to snub it already. We already know that's going to happen. So, you know, it'll get it'll get love at the Golden Globes. Uh, it's going to get love with the with the uh, Critics' Choice. But by the time it gets to the big dance, they they will they will flat out refuse to allow 
allow that movie to get anything beyond something technical. Yeah. Well, I guess we can move along. I don't have any more movie news. How about five times Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes pulled directly from the comics? Now, you could go back and watch this on Disney Plus and see for yourself. Uh, Under Siege, uh, this come this episode, which is called Masters of Evil, comes from the Under Siege storyline in Avengers 274 through 277, which resulted in the destruction of Avengers Mansion and Hercules beaten to the brink of death. Mm. Uh, Beta Ray Bill, the Ballad of Beta Ray Bill. Uh, now go ahead and ask any Marvel fan; they will you will find yourself hard pressed to find anyone who doesn't like Beta Ray Bill. Over mm-hmm. the years, he has shown he is just as worthy to wield a hammer like Thor, but his is Stormbreaker. Uh, mm-hmm. Based on the first appearance of in Thor 337-338, the Ballad of Beta Ray Bill has Thor and Sif teaming up to stop Surtur from destroying uh, Asgard. Mm-hmm. Almost called it Amgard. <laughs> totally different spot. Yes. Uh, Secret Invasion. Uh is highlighted in Infiltration and Secret Invasion. Uh, the Skrulls invaded Marvel Universe in a Secret Invasion, kidnapping and replacing prominent heroes and fingers with, with Skrulls. This alien race was almost, success, almost successful in conquering the Earth once for all. However, Earth's Mightiest Heroes were there to put an end to the attack. So, uh, number three, Captain America found Frozen. Uh, of course, this pulls from Avengers number four, and it's in the comics. It's a newly formed Avengers who found his frozen body uh, in Living Dead. We get to see him tell the truth about what happened to him. Uh, reading it on the page was emotional enough. Seeing this iconic moment comes alive has been another, and it's taken it up to another level. And then finally, the episode Nightmare in Red, which features Red Hulk. Uh, comes from, yeah, it comes from, uh, they don't say, Hulk Volume 2. Um, so, that's where you see him and, and follow the books that he was in, or she was in. Or, no, I was right, he, so. Right. Um, the other catch is Spider-Man, the animated series, was adapted, had adapted Secret Wars, which was intriguing. This is too long of a story to try to read. <laughs> I'll just say that. I'm already dozing over here. Um, <laughs> seven truly wild moments from Marvel animated series on Disney Plus, uh, which is a great show or a great streaming service, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really digging. Yep. I, I'm, it's worth it for the Mandalorian alone. Mandalorian, uh, the Imagineering story. The uh, I, I'm hooked on Jeff Goldblum. I'm all well. The other two shows I'm hooked on is the uh, Pixar in Real Life, mm-hmm. and uh, currently I still got 77 episodes. I think it's got a total of 77 episodes. I'm not sure. Um, my newest niece comes home from the hospital. Oh, okay. Or had come. Um, is she a niece? Maybe not. Good, almost like a niece. But mm-hmm. anyway, my mind is I'm all over the place. Um, so truly seven wild moments from the animated series. Uh, from 
the Marvel animated series, uh, from Spider-Man, the animated series, Jackson Wheel, inventor of the big wheel. Oh, my gosh. Uh, when the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants lived in a frat house in X-Men Evolution. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. I, re- I You know, it, it, it fit. It, it, I'll admit that fit. I was like, okay, I was fine with that. When, yeah. when Modoc disguised himself as a baby in the Iron Man series. I vaguely remember that. I was from the 90s. Yep. Do y'all realize a lot of these shows that we're talking about were owned by Marvel? In Disney, because they bought the entire Fox Kids library. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, which I guess made buying Fox, the Fox property so much easier. That's true. Um, when Modoc disguised himself as a baby from Iron Man. We just did that one. Um, did we? Yeah. All right. Silver Surfer saves the devourer of worlds. Yeah. Now, and it, was that one from the, that was also a series in the 90s as well, wasn't it? Didn't Silver yes. Surfer have his own series yes. then? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Uh, Electro, son of Red Skull, uh, is in Spider-Man animated series. Wow. Huh. Uh, Hulk fine fights Wendigos. Wendigo. Wendigo. No, this says fights Wendigos. I'm just saying that's how you pronounce Wendigo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Hulk and the Agent Smash. Okay. All right. So that was uh, that was uh, the Disney XD series. Uh, no, I think it's the one that appeared on it. Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Oh, oh, oh. There was a funny. version that there was a version that was on uh, on Disney XD. Yeah, that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Woman entire pilot episode. Yeah, you know, uh, Dawn went back and she watched that because you know they have the, they have that series on Disney Plus. on Disney Plus, and she loves it. I I remember I was a huge fan of that series when I was a kid. Yeah, you know, it was I don't, it was good. I don't. I used to watch that show well. every week. Yes. I don't remember watching it. I mean, they they were a little fast and loose with their powers, but it it, it was okay because the story was awesome. So, you know, I was fine with that. Right. Um, Now we're going to continue on with streaming. Mm -hmm. And we've got new Falcon and Winter Soldier set photos. And it shows Mm -hmm. a look at Zemo uh, on, on set. Sweet. Uh, if you go to BR Marvel News on uh, Twitter, uh, you will see some of these pictures. Uh, we we got the story from Marvel Ex- or MCU Exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're saying uh, it seems like with WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier being knee deep in production, mm-hmm. uh, somehow some photos leaked out. Um, or not leaked out, but has surfaced featuring a new look for Bucky's new duds and Baron Zemo himself. And I like the new arm on Sebastian Stan. I was kind of liking the uh, Baron Zemo look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it calls back his, his comic book look, but doesn't go cheesy with it. Right. It's very subtle. And yeah. Then, and then the, the mask is great as well. 
Uh-huh. Now, they're also saying, too, in WandaVision, Sword will debut. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, cool. Uh, it's the Sentinel World Observation Response Department, which mm-hmm. is a sister organization of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has been inactive since Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we were thinking that when the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. went into space that we were going to see S.W.O.R.D. Right. Yeah. Uh, S.W.O.R.D. deals largely with cosmic threats towards Earth. Uh, this is likely as many have guessed where Nick Fury was during the post credit scene of Spider-Man Far From Home. In outer space surrounded by scrolls on a scroll vessel and in command. It seems that S.W.O.R.D. the MCU will be founded by Nick Fury and the scrolls from Captain Marvel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are set fit photos that also reveal a now Monica Rambo uh, has joined the organization. Um, and the only way you can, uh, and likely in order to follow in her Auntie Carol's footsteps, additionally, Elizabeth Olsen can be seen on the sword office alongside Paris. Talking about Tanoa Paris. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Sword, uh, Sword. Sword deals primarily with cosmic threats in the comics, unlike Shield, it was just focused on earthbound threats. So why would they be dealing with Wanda, who doesn't have anything to do with outer space? Did this adaptation adaptation of the organization take on the previous duties of Shield too? Mm-hmm. I mean, because technically, Shield is still undercover, right? I mean, yes. I know in Agents of Shield they were sort of starting to come out, but I think anyway. Yeah. So, wow. uh, where to head from here? Bushman is reportedly one of the villains in Moon Knight. Ha! Yes, I am so excited. I figured you would be. Yes. Uh, which means I, 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 knowing that he is one of the villains, it makes me. It kind of confirms for me that this is going to be a bit of an origin story, and I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. So, uh, two reports from the MCU Cosmic and from MCU Cosmic and Daniel RPK have revealed that. New DC hero will be doing battle against two of his most famous villains in the comics, Bushman and Werewolf. Oh, so they're going to put both of the origins together. So at this point in time, this is just rumors, but the implications uh-huh. are exciting nevertheless. Uh, uh, okay, so, like, did did either of you read Werewolf by Night? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so... Moon Knight first showed up in Werewolf by Night. And, like, when you see him, all of a sudden, you know, like, he, he just, he's just there. And um, he's hired by this organization to go after uh, the werewolf. And so, you know, that's the reason why he, uh, originally why he had silver in his armor was, you know, because, because the one of the weapons he actually had, and they changed it was a uh, a silver cestus, right? And so so there was that. But then, as the character got more popular, they kind of spun him off into his own book, and they gave him a different origin that involved Bushman. 
But then they managed to weave in the other origin and that it was part of a mission where he was undercover trying to expose this organization. Uh, So instead of him just kind of being hired muscle, he was actually trying to root out these, you know, ne'er-do-wells, I guess you want to call it. And so it... It, it was one of those things like I I, I was kind of like, you know, you know, Marvel, do you have two completely different origins here? But my hat's off to you because you found a way to bring the two together. It may not it's not necessarily seamless, but it's good enough. And I'll go with that. So to hear that we the possibility that we're getting both Bushman and the werewolf in the series Basically, if you can't, they say it's a possibility. It's enough to make me super jazzed about something that I'm already jazzed because I didn't think I would even see this anywhere because too many people think that he's too close to a certain character from our distinguished competition. Right. You know, whatever. So. Okay. Well, where were you guys five years ago? Um, here? Uh, I wasn't quite here. I was actually uh, finalizing the beginnings. We're helping finalizing the beginnings for Geek Watch 1. Okay. Yeah. Well, five years ago, uh, earlier this month, uh, Contest of Champions uh, started. And we have just celebrated Contest of Champions' fifth anniversary. And that's nuts, because I can't think of any Marvel games that have lasted that long, because none of the Marvel puzzle games lasted that long. No, Puzzle Quest is still going, but I don't remember when it came out. Right. Uh, Future Fight just hit three years. Right. Strike Force is still fairly new. I think it just hit a year. Yeah, I think it did just hit a year. So, um, five years have passed. In that time, there have been universe-shaping events, epic victories, and dark discoveries. Uh, the battle round might have been around for eons, but Contest of Champions is turning five. And uh, so they did a whole trailer talking about a in celebration of the fifth, fifth anniversary. Um, in Contest of Champions, uh, the greedy elder of the universe known as the Collector has summoned you to brawl in epic proportions. Uh, in the trailer, the Watcher addresses the Summoner, um, revealing that he's been watching you as you have led the powerful and legendary. Uh, the Summoner is also is offered another path as it's time to leave the sidelines and become the champion you always meant to be. You shall soon be asked to become something more. You will be. Will you be ready? So this is pretty cool. Uh, the different paths involve alternate versions of classic Marvel heroes. From the Marvel Realms of Champion, uh, the new real-time action role-playing superhero game from Kabam and Marvel Games. I don't, I don't think I know Marvel Realm of Champion. In uh, mm-hmm. Marvel Realm of Champion, summoners will be transported to Battleworld, um, where it's an uneasy peace is disturbed uh, by the death of Maestro. 
the God King. Uh, this leads to shattered relationships between superhero houses, including House of Iron, Spider Guild, Peter Garrison, and Pyramid X. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, House of Iron is Iron Man, Spider Guild, Spider-Man, Pete Garrison, Captain America, and Pyramid X, X-Men. By aligning with one of those houses, champions will work together or all alone, gather resources for their fa- their factions across the war-torn battle world in an effort to sway control one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Watcher reminds the Summoner that the choice is theirs. Uh, keep hacking at the branches of evil. Find out how deep its roots go, because once the summoner makes their choice, Mephisto uh, appears from the shadows in the states and says, "Go on, you're bald-headed freak." And I just mm-hmm. fell to the ground. Um, it doesn't matter; they can't escape the initial tidal wave before the before looking out at a giant devourer devourer of worlds so mm-hmm. it, it's pretty amazing I, I've i never heard of that game Contest of Champions well no the uh, the other one you were the mentioning realm? Um, the realm yeah yeah um, I'm going to let one of you two pick up the story that we had from last week as well about the Hasbro new legend series for Black Widow let's see Colin, won't you take that? It, it, All right. Throwing knives at you. <laughs> uh, well, you know. All right. Um, let's see. I keep looking at end. I'm not looking at end game. Here we go. Hasbro Black Widow, and another reason. This is uh, comes from the "shut up and take my money" category. Oh. <laughs> Pretty much. They got so Hasbro- first for the Stan Lee autographed. So, uh, so yeah, so Hasbro, Hasbro's revealed its new Legend series for uh, for Marvel Studios Black Widow. So this is the movie version of Black Widow. Okay. So, so now, and uh, this is uh, this is uh, basically like if you, for those of you who've seen the trailer. Um, and hold on to the image of that because now, because that it, the what she wore, well, it, mainly her iconic black suit that you see her in, uh, that is what you see in this. Now, mind you, this version is different because it's actually more gray with uh, black and uh, black insets. And uh, she has her gold gauntlets. Uh, I mean, she has all kinds of weapons with this. There's uh, so you got two sets of hands. So they're uh, the hands that would be for holding either the pistols or the uh, batons. Uh, she also has uh, hands that can be replaced that are fists. So no, she can. No, she wants to start throwing punches. Cause right. well, you know, she does that sometimes. Now the legend, um, the legend series is is Mar- the Marvel equivalent to the Black series in Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, a lot of times this series, you may see it in some stores. Like sometimes you'll see it in um, like Walgreens will have these sometimes, but usually. You'll see these in the uh, in your comic shops. Now, along with 
the Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, there's also Yelena Belova in a white uh, suit with a black tactical vest and um, with the same hands that... um, that so she has uh, hands that will hold pistols, and she also has fists. So there's that. Now you also have Red Guardian that looks an awful lot like uh, uh, David Harbor. A lot like David Harbor, uh, complete with a red star shield. Definitely a Russian version of Captain America. Oh yeah. And, oh my gosh, Taskmaster. I am going to have to get this. Taskmaster um, looks great. Taskmaster yeah. looks phenomenal. Um, and so with Taskmaster, you have a sword, you have a shield, you have a bow with an arrow. Uh, you have, looks like three okay. sets of hands. Yeah, yeah, three sets of hands. So you have one set. Uh, there are fists. You have one set for the bow, and I guess you have another set that looks like it's for like almost like open hand strikes. Almost. Yeah, open hand strikes. Yeah. So now between, and it, it looks like there's going to be more to this because from looking at Red Guardian, Yelena Belova, and Black Widow, each of them comes with a part. That looks like it, uh, it's going to form the Crimson Dynamo. Dynamo. The, the Crimson Dynamo, which you know what? If we if we see the Crimson Dynamo, that is a direct link to the X universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's got to be at least two more figures in this series to come because. Black Widow comes with a leg. Right. Red Guardian comes with an arm. Right. So and you, you got to have another arm and leg there. Yeah. And the sister comes with the uh, torso. Right. So yeah, I would think three because you got to have a head. Yeah. I, I I would think that we're going to get a Black Widow, a Natasha in a white suit. That'd be awesome. Because that, yeah, I mean, that was something that was featured prominently in in this, you know, in the the trailer. I and I have no idea what the uh, what the other character would be, unless there's somebody, there's somebody else that's lurked. Oh, Hawkeye. Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, that would be neat. That's a possibility as well. So, so I, I, I'm calling it. I think we're going to get a white suit. A white suited um, Natasha, and we're going to get Hawkeye. That'll be your five characters for the Crimson Dynamo, and then you know just throw in Taskmaster just because. Right, Taskmaster, you want to get just anyway. Oh yeah, right. Looks great. Oh wait a minute now. Taskmaster the packaging does. packaging says Bill, that the Taskmaster is part of the Build a Figure Crimson Dynamo series. But oh. the packaging does not say what piece you get with him. True. Hmm. Maybe if it is Crimson, maybe if Taskmaster has the head, they're hiding it for a reveal. Yeah. Right. So 
Um, now, speaking of reveals, guess what dropped on December 13th on Hulu? The last season of uh, The Runaways? Yep, which will be dropping on Disney Plus shortly after the first of the year. Is uh, The Runaways is going to be on Disney Plus? <laughs> Runaways season one is there now. I'm not sure if season two is. Okay. I know, see, uh, I'm assuming it is, but season three is supposed to drop uh, either first or second week of uh, January. So I wonder if that means that we can expect to see um, Cloak and Dagger over there soon. I would hope, since it only went two seasons. Right. Now, when season two ended, the runaways were completely scattered, but not on purpose. Gert was picked up by her dad. Uh, Dale uh, headed off for parts unknown. Carolina and Chase and Janet were all captured by Jonah and the magistrate's family. Mm -hmm. Nico, Alex, Molly, and Xavier, and a very pregnant Leslie were all left behind at the hideout to figure out what to do next. Uh, that's not going to be enough. That's not, if that's not enough for the group, how about, uh, there's a brand new foe, Morgan Le Fay, to deal with. She's going to attempt the runaways in ways that we've never seen before. Hopefully they can fight their fear. Um, so ahead of the new season, Elizabeth Hurley teased Morgana's or Morgan's immense power in a trailer. Uh, additionally for season three, a visit from Cloak and Dagger. Um, we'll be making a stop in Los Angeles. Neither the Runaways nor Cloak and Dagger have met other kids just like them, but they will be able. Mm -hmm. But will they be able to put aside their difference and work together? Uh, I don't know because they're all kind of angsty, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. So that's where we're at there with Runaways. Uh -huh. I, I will say, you know. Uh, I am enjoying that show way more than I thought I would. I agree. I agree. So, uh, before we hit picks of the week, um, kind of want to recap the year of Marvel. Yeah, let's do it. What was y'all's favorite Marvel moment? Hmm. Are you wanting us to go dig dig deeper than Endgame or? Yes. Because well, crap. Let's do, because the, whole, that... let's do the whole year. I mean, if Endgame's it for you, then Endgame's it. Yeah, in game's it. Okay, I, that's 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 my number one highlight because, I mean, that was pretty much wrapping up what ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I I digged I I dug in game. I mean, that's just wow. I I would say J.J. Abrams Spider Man. I, you know, and, and I, I like Spidey. I wouldn't say that I'm a hardcore fan of the character. I like him. But J.J. Abrams' take um, really made me, it, 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 it gave me a book that I literally was counting down the weeks to the next issue coming out. Okay. For me, uh, it's going to be a little weird. But from Disney Plus, the Marvel Hero Project, mm -hmm. and how they're how Marvel is recognizing kids and making kids a uh, an important part of the Marvel family, mm -hmm. and, and recognizing these youngsters for their outstanding feats that they've done. Uh, like the one I watched today was about uh, this girl named Haley. Mm -hmm. who helps with uh, 
Alzheimer's patients because her grandmother has Alzheimer's. That, wow. that, is, that, that so, is commendable. So, yeah. That's refreshing to see, you know? Yeah. And sometimes you do, like, these types of shows, and you question – you can't help but question. It's like, really? This is heroic? But in right. this case, yeah. I mean, there's there's no doubt. Well, another episode was a, a kid who is fighting for uh, – fighting against child abuse, and his – one of his idols was is Martin Luther King, and he had the mm. opportunity to speak at steps of the Lincoln Memorial, just like Martin Luther King did. Mm. Wow! He was recognized for that. So very cool. Uh, the show's a great show. It's so so worth it watching. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of hooked. Well, so and the cool thing is they make a. Uh, like a, a two-page comic, but it opens up into like a, a poster size sheet with one mm-hmm. with the final page. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, cool. So they do a cover, they do a quick story of the person, and then it opens up. So, and then okay. they ki- and they give the kids a jacket that it's it's a custom jacket. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of inspired by the X Men, the jackets of the X Men. Okay. Oh, sweet. And it has a. Uh, hero pat hero project patch on the on the left sleeve cool so it's a very cool show so um it's time for picks of the week there's not much there because it is the week of christmas um mm. i never did look to see if uh week of new year since we're not going to be here for that if there's stuff for that week as well hmm I will check real quick, mm. but um, Eric, why don't you start us off this week? Since you weren't with us, uh, well, since you were we originally not with us last week. Yeah. Okay. So um, my uh, first and last pick of the week, regular picks, uh, <laughs> is Doctor Strange number one. Uh, the impossible has happened. Doctor Strange's hands have been healed, restoring his surgical skills. But now he's being torn between his obligations as a Sorcerer Supreme and as a neurosurgeon. And when he's forced to choose which vows to uphold, who suffers most for it? After all, magic always has a cost. Be here for a brand new era of magic and horror from Mark Wade and Kev Walker. Very cool. Kylan, you're up. Well, my first and last pick of the week is... (laughs) <laughs> Incoming number one by Umberto Ramos, Al Ewing, and Patrick Gleason. One will unite them all. A mysterious murder brings together the heroes of the Marvel Universe in the search of uh, for a killer. But no one can imagine where the trail will lead or how it will affect everything in 2020 and beyond. Who is the victim and who is the assailant? The closing chapter to Marvel's 80th year, which will connect the dots of everything that happened in 2019 and propel the narrative into the year that is to come. Featuring the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Daredevil, Spider-Man, the Champions, the Agents of Atlas, Valkyrie, the Immortal Hulk, Jessica Jones, Venom, Ghost Rider, and the Masked Raider, and more. 
Okay. Well, my final pick of the my first and final pick of the week, which I accidentally closed out, is Spider Ham number one. <laughs> Uh, it's one of five. Apocalypse Now. Not a dream, not a hoax, just an imaginary tale. Not an imaginary tale. Spider-Ham has his own series again. Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider-Ham, finds himself jumping through time. Side by side with Peter Parker. Not Peter Porker. Uh, the spectacular Spider-Man Zeb Wells and Will Robson bring you the ham and the mainstay of what you started working, you, you started waiting for. So, <laughs> uh, Eric, why don't you start us off with your MU pick? You're muted, sir. Sorry, I had to uh, do a little bit of fit of coughing, and I figured, uh, <laughs> you know, y'all didn't need to hear that. <laughs> okay, my uh, my MU pick for the week ties in kinda to uh, my other pick of the week. This is Ghost Rider Volume Three, Number Twelve, from April 1991. Uh, written by Howard Mackey, pencil by Javier Salteres, with uh, Greg Wright as the colorist, and Bobby Chase as the editor. Uh, Strange Tales, Ghost Rider has been captured by Doctor Strange, who needs some of his Hellfire to help Topaz. Ghost Rider escapes and goes on to haunt Zodiac and finds one of his transfer stations, where the Seven are mystically sacrificing children. Ghost Rider is called unprepared for the magic-powered guns that Zodiac has given his men, but Doctor Strange arrives and helps him. They seal up the dimensional rift, but the real Zodiac escapes again. Okay. Kylan, your MU pick of the week. Which we're, we're doing, right. since there are so few picks of the week, and it's the holidays, we're going to give you three to read over the holidays. So... Now, my book, now, now I picked this book only because I just completed the graphic uh, or the trade of this, and it is a phenomenal story. Uh, it is uh, Daredevil, in the book is Daredevil number one through eight. So technically, that's what that would be my pick. But this is from the 1998 Daredevil series uh, that was written by Kevin Smith. Oh. Um, Yes. Uh, so Karen Page, Matt Murdock's old flame, has been gone for six months. Life goes on for Matt until he receives a very special package. A young girl has brought a child to Murdock, claiming it to be the Messiah, and leaves the child in his care. And that's the normal part. Uh, so, yeah, if you if you're needing something to read uh, along with all the other awesome books you're going to get, Issues one through eight of uh, the 1998 Daredevil series. Do yourself a favor. Well, keeping with the holiday theme, <laughs> I don't know if y'all should be scared or not. Oh, no. We default to scared. Okay. Yeah. Gwynpool Holiday Special, Merry Mix-Up, number one. It's the holidays yet again, and that means it's time to join everyone's favorite Gwyn. Take that, Stacy, and celebrate good times. Come on. Only problem is, somehow this year's festive editions seem a to be a little off, and that Gwen's the only one who notices. Featuring Gwenpool, duh, Spider-Man, Red Skull, Punisher, and even Deadpool. This is one present you know you gotta buy your you gotta buy yourself. Mm -hmm. So I am looking real quick. To see if there are what books are potentially coming out between Christmas and New Year's, 
and it's being slow. <laughs> so let's see. We have in different languages at the moment, um, which tells me that they don't have anything. Marvel's Hero Project Season 1, different books that are coming out. Okay. But, um, again, I don't think we're going to get anything until next week. So, uh, any final thoughts? Well, but, see, this, we are, this is our last show of 2019. Mm-hmm. I can say, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure and an honor podcasting with you this year. And we, I wish everybody that's listening a very Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, whatever. Whatever you're celebrating, hope that you celebrate it awesomely. Happy Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, you know, th- this has been it's been an awesome year and you know, I you know, I I'm I kind of feel like I'm living my best life cuz I get to you know, spend pretty much every week getting together with you guys and talking Marvel and and I don't even, you know, I I I I just look forward to no, doing it again next year. So it's been it's been awesome and it continues to be. So, well, I will say it has definitely been an honor working with you guys over the years. That's not going to stop. Um, for me, my growth of knowledge with Marvel has definitely improved because of you guys. Um, it makes me research more backstories and back history. So, um, also too, I, I want to thank the listeners for supporting us off and on. I mean, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be three time finalists at the podcast awards. No, oh, yeah. we would. seriously. And, and that comes from y'all's help getting there. So, mm-hmm. um, we may not say it enough, but we appreciate it guys, or guys and gals, field agents. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we. My New Year's resolution for the show is I want to hear more from the listeners, mm-hmm. and that means I gotta be a little bit better on our social media. So that's something I'm gonna be working on because mm-hmm. we want to hear from you guys. Um, and you know, we got some great partners and great merchandise as well. And please take take advantage of some of the stuff mm-hmm. and, and and get yourself some great merch. Help support the show. So. Um, any other final thoughts from you guys? Um, no, yeah, no, I'm good, man. Eric? No, I think you're good. Well, then, you said it good. Uh, Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope, just time to go dark. Preparing to power down and begin diagnostics.